On episode 25 of RVA Real Estate Talk, we are going to discuss business expenses. How much does it cost? What should you be budgeting if you're going to get into the real estate business and be successful? You're listening to RVA Real Estate Talk with Jared Davis and Galen Parker, your source for an honest, insightful look into Central Virginia's real estate market. Combined, Jared and Galen have over 20 years of experience in real estate, as well as hundreds of testimonials from clients past and present who rely on them for advice and assistance buying and selling a home in today's incredibly hot and competitive housing market. And now, your hosts, Jared Davis and Galen Parker. I'm Jared Davis. And I am still Galen Parker. And this is RVA Real Estate Park. Nope. No, it's not. He's been drinking. <laughs> this is RVA Real Estate Talk. That's what it is. From Casa del Barco, Richmond this time. We're going to see you in the studio for a minute, but we're doing our annual client appreciation party, so we figured we'd start it from here. How are you doing, Galen? I am doing great. Yeah. I am feeling free. I'm feeling relaxed. I am straight off a plane from Dallas, Texas, Oof. where we met Tony Robbins. Just kidding. We didn't meet Tony Robbins, but we did go to a Tony Robbins event. I'm feeling fired huh? up. How's your are state? Just, hi. Um, my state is ridiculous. My state is through the roof. It's high, and it's got tequila. I've been listening to music loudly, dancing around offices. I've been making agents dance. My hurt bathroom my Achilles. in the morning is like a club. It's like a club. It is just, it is just techno <laughs> and nonstop. just heavy music. So I think over the next couple of episodes, we're going to be sprinkling. Oh, we should talk Tony, right? Sprinkling Tony all over there. We're going to... If you listen, we want you to feel as pumped as we felt. Yeah, so it was an EXP conference, and Brent Go, shout out to Brent, was What's so up, Brent? cool. He paid Tony Robbins to come out and speak to us for a day. We had a bunch of keynote speakers that we were able to listen to for two days before that. So we've got a ton of info. So we're going to dive into that stuff for some of these podcasts, some of this little ranting material. Anything else we need to talk about before we go to the studio? Uh, yes. One thing that... It, we're going to talk about this a lot more in the studio, okay. but we've basically convinced... What do you think? Like 60% of the team uh, to buy tickets, oh. buy hotel rooms. We're going to Vegas, We're baby. going to Vegas November. in November. I took Galen to Texas. He was the only person on our entire team of 24 people that came to this event. And by the end of it, we said our entire team has to come to the next event. So it's Vegas in November. We already have eight people committed. Right. I think we can probably get about half of them, don't it's you It's always think? weird. Like, you have to get other people in because when we came back, we were, like, super fired up, like, super aren't you excited? excited. Are you excited? And everyone's I'm just, like, looking excited. at us I'm like, excited. how much drugs did you guys <laughs> yeah. do this morning? And we're like, we've got to go. We're, like, <laughs> yeah. dancing. No one's dancing we're with like, us. We're like, how so. pumped is everyone? They're like, we weren't in Texas. None of us are pumped. <laughs> we are hoping that by November 30, Everyone is dancing with us. Everyone's it's fired up. Everyone's ready to get it done. You want a podcast in Vegas? Mike is going to take he's his family to trip Vegas. to Vegas. He's you guys heard it here Tesla. first. He's going he's to do Tesla stations Tesla all country. the way out. Yeah, cross country Tesla Drive run. for free. Right? I love it. Why not? You can document it. Someone will sponsor it, I'm sure. Not us, but like somebody. Someone. Someone. Other, not someone. the Davis yeah, group, like, let's be clear. Someone. Tesla, maybe? You, Elon, maybe. are you watching? Yeah. Uh, sure take care listens. of our boy, Mike. I'm sure he listens, right? I mean, we have like <laughs> thousands of subscribers and stuff. So... so. <laughs> We're nationwide. We're, we're, worldwide, we're global. Mike. We're in the we're Philippines. Global. We're in Russia. So listen, like we don't. Some we people <laughs> in China listening. 
Maybe. Yeah. Communists. They love capitalism. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, So obviously we didn't want to take too much of your time, but if you are a past client and you're looking at this, we just want to say thank you so much. We don't know if we're going to be able to say thank you to all of the people, but we thought this would be a nice official way. A nice intro to the podcast, right? So RVA Real Estate Talk, we'll see you in the studio. All righty, we are back in the studio in Galen. My belly's still full, full from all the food I just so, ate. All the tipping, uh, empanadas? All the empanadas. Empanadas? Em, what's the proper pronunciation? Empanada? Empanada? No roll of the tongue. Like empanada? You empanada. Mean like, and I think empanada. it's just empanada. Empanada. Someone DM us right now. I ate tacos for a week. Call us. I oh, mean, I could eat tacos forever. No, man, I actually ate tacos for weeks <laughs> after that. For all that food you, you took Yeah, out. you know, you just, we just did the client party intro, right? So, uh, you know, there was so much extra food. Every time I tell them, it's like, you know, 100 people or whatever. I they, wish I got in on that. They make food for like 200 people. So, next time, let's bring some baggies. Did you eat I, at the party? I had like one taco while yeah. people were talking to me. Just I, had, I had like two and, and some chips. And yeah, they were like, good, I, though. Yeah. I mean, everything was good. Those empanadas, though, I brought them to like work the next day. And I mean, they were good. The, I always there was a like, drink in your hand every time I saw you, though. I mean, there's all yeah. I mean, that's, every time I like uh, sounds, like, I mean, sounds like my everyday. Does that life. have anything to do with the appreciation party? It's just like a Tuesday. Uh, every time I like I wanted to eat, like someone would be like, "Yeah," I'm like, oh, it's hard to like hug, handshake people, and eat at the same time. I wanted to like go to a corner and be like, rah, 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 rah. I had like one chicken wing, and then I talked for another hour, and I had like one taco. Like, that food and, looks so good. It was, but I'm telling you, I brought so much home. I mean, I had to throw a lot away. Like I got to like a week. And I was like, I don't know if I should be eating two week, like a week and a half old. So it should be a, a private dinner party before the appreciation party that you just eat and then you. And I, I mean, I think we could just invite everybody that didn't make it to the second party after with all the food. We have. Mm, like, like hey, this is the leftover party. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it was so good. All right, are we deep diving? We're we gonna jump right into this thing today. Take us home. All right, we're talking. Budgets for the real estate business. We have a lot of new agents that are onboarding with us. No and deep dive music? Come on, man. Oh, that's right. Okay. Man, so fast. We're only 39 seconds in. We're okay. Or 33. 30, all right. Yeah. Are you just going to edit it or are we just going to... Nah, gonna, let's keep it. You're going to keep all this? Let's go. Come on. Are we keeping it? Yep. Are y'all listening? Are the listeners still in on this? Can you guys hear this? This is terrible. Come on, Mike. Deep dive. I'm just kidding. Deep dive. I don't like it as much as the last episodes. Is there going to be a beat drop, though? I swear to God, Mike's just playing his bass and and guitar on the weekends making these things. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) All righty, we're deep diving. First and foremost, we got through our intro. Uh, We kind of mixed it up since we were doing the client party intro. But just in general, if you've been listening, listening to our podcast or watching our vlogs, Please make sure you subscribe to our channel. Turn on your alert so you can uh, it can be known when we put up our next episodes. And then if you have any questions, if you're a realtor that's trying to grow their business and you want to reach out to us for any insight, if we can help you in any way, you can reach me at jared at centralvarealty.com, J-A-R-E-D, or you can call me at 804-536-6100. Galen, you want to throw your info out there? I am floored and I'm overwhelmed with gratitude and appreciation for all the people that call and text Please continue to do so. We love hearing from you. 804-274-9016. you got a comment, a question, 
I'll even hear a complaint. I love talking to people. Please let us know. You can shoot me an email at Galen at CentralVARealty.com. And you'll see that information right down here below. Hopefully, you see my hands are editors down below that. You'll put it in there. If you're listening to this on Podbean or Android or Spotify or Apple, then Galen's hands are just all over the place. So... You can just get model hands and they're beautiful. Anyways, deep dive. We're going to talk business expenses. We have a lot of new agents that are onboarding. Uh, Most of the time when we sit down with a new agent, they want to know how much does it cost to be in real estate? They think it can't be that bad, can it? Uh, (laughs) So this is a good one because I feel like a lot of people either have other jobs and they're trying to wean off of those jobs into real estate or they're quitting their job. And so they have a little bit of reserves left uh, before they run out. So they want to know how far is this money going to take me? So and Galen, we're going to break down some of these expenses. We're going to break down kind of what you may need to be able to throw back in to be successful, and hopefully it'll give you some nice insight. Uh, obviously, this is going to be dependent on whether you're a solo agent, where you're at, and whether you're on a team, but a lot of them are going to apply no matter what. So Galen, you want to get us started? Nice. So there's so many things that you go. So let's just start with brokerage fees. Yes. And, so, th- and those are different things. So, Jared, break down what are different brokerage fees that you've got to kind of... Yeah. So, so most brokerages are going to have some kind of monthly fee. It's associated. Sometimes they call it just a desk fee, even though there may not be an actual desk. <laughs> Sometimes they call <laughs> it a just a broker fee, a monthly fee, an admin fee, whatever it is. But every broker is different. Some are free. I've heard of a couple that, yeah. are, that don't have any broker fees. Some are low. You know, worth EXP. Is it $75 a month or $85 a month? $85 a month. So they call it a tech fee at EXP because they give us uh, like KV Courts, the CRM, you get Skyslope, you get EXP World, you get actual software out of it, but that is their monthly fee that they charge you for. Um, you know, I think when we were with Remax, depending on the splits, it was up to 1500 a month for a solid split. And then some some office fees also have like uh, actual office fees on top of the monthly. So if you want a place to actually sit down, an office, a desk, uh, part of the bullpen, whatever it is, then they're going to charge you for that too. So that's first and foremost is you're interviewing brokers. You want to find out what's my monthly fee because if you're a brand new agent, you're not selling anything, then it may be kind of hard to take in a $300 fee a month or $1,200 like, hey, fee a month. You're not making any money currently, but we will need $1,200 from you or we'll need $275 from you per month. And yeah. like that can be, that's it a can car, add you need up. a car payment from you. Yeah. So if like, you know, even again with Remax, I think we were like close to 300 a month if you were on a normal split, not a, a higher split from the beginning. So you think you're four grand out for the year just in the splits. Um, and again, it's not always conducive with the split, but that's kind of the other thing I think Galen was touching on is, you know, what are you getting for those fees as well? Because, you know, some some people may be a discount broker and they may say, hey, you're going to keep 100% of your commission less a small transaction fee each time. Some people may say, hey, you're a new agent. We're going to give you lots of training. We're only going to give you 50% of your commission. Some people may fall in the middle at 70% or 80%, right? But you have to factor in how much of the money am I going to keep out of the commissions that I'm making? And then how long will you get to keep it? Because does it cap or does it forever? Or you have like zero broker fees, but you never cap so you're yeah. always going to send them something for and that's a totally a yeah totally different so, podcast a lot of fees, is, guys. Is, is what how much money you're actually going to keep out of your money but we're talking <laughs> about what are you actually spending out of that money that you are getting to keep so first and foremost hey how much is that broker going to cost you to be there and be present right, right. so then I, I wrote down your mls costs yep 
if you are a realtor pretty much anywhere, you know, most of the time you're going to have to join some kind of real estate association that will give you access to the multiple listing service. This is not the case everywhere. You don't have to be a realtor to be a real estate agent. So there's some different things going on. I don't believe New York City has an actual MLS either. I think they kind of work through a different kind of system. But yeah. most places you're going to go to an actual association of realtors. You're going to join it. And most of the time there's a giant upfront fee. Some are cheap than others right ours i think you're about what 1500 to 2000 in just to join so yeah. your upfront cost to get in uh to essentially say yay i'm a realtor now you can hold me to a code of ethics here's my money for that <laughs> and then after that <laughs> you're gonna get charged <laughs> quarterly um you're gonna get charged quarterly here's to money for it. you to police me uh, exactly they're like give us two grand so that we can fine you more right so if you don't get any fines then then that's that's the upfront and then for for at least us everywhere is different you know i think for richmond we pay about 165 bucks a quarter for that MLS access that lets us, you know, be able to send people listings. It lets us upload listings. It Very gives helpful. Us all of that. And then on on top of the MLS fees, typically, what do we have to pay to be able to access? Well, then you've got, I mean, the access is like a house or just mm-hmm. access. I mean, then you've got your Century Lock fee. Yep. Now, that's Central Lock here. Some are Supra. There's a couple other companies. Oh, but the good old days of The Supra. old Supras. But mm. here's the thing. Almost every single association in every single state and every single city and county uh, incorporates some kind of lockbox mandate if you're a realtor there. Um, a lot For everyone's of, safety. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, you're just in, an, in a market where you have a bunch of contractor boxes on houses and no one knows when they get opened. Anybody could get the code. Quick. Quick story about CenturyLock that we occur, that we ran up against yesterday. Okay. Well, I'm happy that I pay my CenturyLock. I got a call from the appraiser. You and I were, mm-hmm. were we at lunch or what were you doing? I don't know what you were doing. Mm-hmm. We got a call from the appraiser and she was like, hey, I'm here to appraise your house. The front door is wide open. There's a key in the door and all the lights are on. And so this was Wednesday and no one had been to the house since Monday. So I'm like, What? So thankfully, I pay my CenturyLock. I'm up to date on that. I go into CenturyLock. I can see the last person who accessed the box. I immediately blew him up. Called that bozo. <laughs> Sent him a picture of like, hey, this is the house wide open. And he immediately called me. He was very apologetic. But, you know, so there are value in like CenturyLock and things like that. Because you, you're you happy that you pay these fees so that you can track certain things like that. Because outside of that, if it was just a contractor box, like... Who, who do I know? Like, hey, I gave this number out to, thir- I mean, that house had 32 showings. Oh, yeah, so key's like, gone now, box is open, house is open. Yeah, who who falls responsible, right? <laughs> uh, so anyways, yeah, so you got that. That, it again, depending on the area, with with Supra, they charge us $180 a lockbox, and then you paid like a, a monthly fee of 16 or 17 bucks. With CentraLock, they give you the boxes, which I, who knows, they're going to charge like $1,000 a box probably when they realize w- which ones are lost, I'm sure. So it's going to come back to people at some point. But it's a $285 annual fee that they charge you, and then you borrow your boxes. But if you're in a market where you have to buy your lock boxes, you have to figure if it's $180 a box plus the monthly, if I'm going to hold a few listings at a time, you know, I'm going to sink three, four, five hundred bucks in a lock boxes, right? And then not only do I have to put a lock box on the property, but I also have to put signs in the yard. Man, that took Galen a long time. <laughs> well, I was waiting for it. Yeah, I, was I, was like, like, I didn't know where you were I going. I know the answer. I, I know like, the answer. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like, uh, what are signs? I, mean, I was like, wait, what? What are we talking about? Uh, I was just thinking about like the fact Galen's that Galen's been you're... helping a lot of buyers lately. <laughs> no, I was just thinking about the fact that if like all my lock boxes and signs are in yards right now. Thank you very much. That's a lot. Uh, but I was thinking about like, ooh, what a big, else a big poster of me. <laughs> I do have one of this as well. Like, what do we put? What are we putting in the yards? It rhymes with mines. 
Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about the fact that, like, if you're a halfway decent agent, so let's say you've got like five boxes out and you're brand new, I mean, like, man, that you, that's a G right there. Yeah, no, Plus you're the killing monthly, it. It's just like, God, as man. a new agent, you probably just need a, a, a lock box. Yeah, but here's one. the thing, like, you also have to do the graphic design to like get the signs designed and stuff like that. So I mean, you got to do that. Then let's say you get one sign. <coughs> and you Studio get a, 77. Yeah, there you go. Then let's say you get a second listing. Now all of a sudden you're rushing to try to get a sign made and shipped. And yeah. most of the time, like when I first got in the business, I think I ordered like five. You know, I was like maybe I don't have five right away in my first, you know, couple months in the business, but I'll be prepared. You know, now and we, it sets you up mentally to do something like that. Yeah, like last time we bought signs, I had to buy like fourteen at one time. You know, and it's a giant budget because you know you got the post, you got you know all of the hardware, you've got the but signs themselves. Lost. You know, and so that that's a thing. People don't really think about it. And then I mean, even our team agents, almost every single time we get a new team agent, I tell them, hey, if you want to do your own sign, you can brand it with the Davis Group. You know, by EXP. Or you can just use mine and have a just writer. Get a writer. But almost every single new agent that comes on, you know, we tell them that, and then their first listing comes along, and they're like, "Oh my god, I need your signs, I need this," and I'm just like, "Come on, come on, guys." We you, talked about this. Yeah, but but they didn't they didn't want to put the expense out, which is fine when you're on our team. You don't have to. That's again when you start weighing the pros and cons to team versus solo agent. You know, we've done that. That's a podcast. I think like episode twenty or twenty one. If you're looking, it's a couple and episodes back. And since we're kind of talking about like the hard costs, or just I don't want to say like. There's different types of marketing. Obviously, you've got like ads, but this is like signs are a different type of marketing. But then you're going to need, you know, headshots. Yes. I mean, once you're in the business, you got to figure, are you going to have any put kind your, of logo, your face, on that sign. your face, your signs, your business cards? You know, almost every franchise broker out there is going to have, you know, a million different templates out there. Uh, and, and actually, most of the third party sites, like if you go to Press Cats or like one of these websites, you pick your brokerage and then they have a bunch of templates that the they just created. colors and all that stuff in there. Uh, logos. But most of them are very ugly. You know what I mean? They're just like, I mean, even EXP gives you a thousand free business cards when you join, which is cool. Saves you 60, 70 bucks on business cards. Um, but you can upload a custom design or if you go to their website, they have like a template and the template's awful. You know what I mean? But we have a lot of agents that are like, ah, I just wanted the card. So I ordered these terrible templates. But I mean, you're Or brand- if you've got like a, a best friend who like loves you a lot then they can like out of their own pocket buy you like a digital uh, business card and give it to you as can a gift. Just, can we just do this right now? All right, we'll just, we'll shout out to Galen. Look at this. Look at these. Uh, what is it? Can we say the name or are we going to be in trouble? I don't know if you can even say that. I don't know why you wouldn't be. It's like it's not like we're, we're we're happy that we have them. We're very thankful for that company. Au revoir. Au revoir. And you know when he bought uh, when he bought me this, I was like, uh, well, I didn't know what it was. I was like, ovu. Uh, uh, I don't know. Ovu. Well, how do you say this? And then when I registered it, it like logged me into the French Canadian website, and I was like, oh, and if you and if you're really savvy, you have your own app. <clears throat> I do. No one's downloading what, it. What guy is uh, downloading it? I get a lot of downloads. He's got one download. It's him. I got a lot of downloads. <laughs> I just think of like, I got I'm a lot like, of downloads. I meet like hundreds of people a week. I'm like, hey, everybody go download my Well, app. you can book on me. You can see my info. No one's doing that. Yeah, I'm tech, do I text him every time. I, I booked Mike like years ago and like no one responded. That was like in 2019. I used the app once. It's the same thing as my online. We're messing with you, Mike. They're great. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, you got you got the business cards. You got to get your branding. Business cards, headshots, signs. Yeah. So, so I mean, really, you know, you you could do it as cheap, I guess, as you want, but it's a fixed cost you have to do. So, if you're going to start branding yourself and your business, why wouldn't you want to have? A, a nice card or a nice sign. So now you've got the graphics costs associated. And with the funny that. thing is, like, these are all like the front end stuff. These mm-hmm. are the stuff that people see. Yeah. Right. And like, that's not even like the other costs that people are, don't see. So let's let's talk a little bit about 
this big three, you've got your software. Yep. And so a lot of agents have nothing, right? They're just like, I'm an agent now. What I, do I do? I have MLS. I'm telling my friends no one's buying a house, right? But as you as you really get into this business, you see that this is a business. So business incurs expenses. You have ways to uh, get clients. Some yeah. brokers will offer it. Teams should definitely offer it. But again, 100%. this is when you weigh the pros and the cons and the costs of being associated with a team or a solo agent. But if you're a solo agent, you have to ask yourself, does my broker give me some kind of IDX website? And, let, and, let, and I, I wrote down three different types of software. So you said IDX, that's the first one. Yep, what, so what, that, so, explain to the people So I, IDX website That's pretty much just a website that will stream MLS into it. So you have MLS access, <laughs> but that's not something you advertise to people. You can, you can set up a home search for a potential client, but if you just want someone to find your website, website search and, on and search on that now again this is different than say a website that you would just have right your landing page your information totally that's another different. expense if you wanted to have an actual website i'd say most agents probably do not have personal websites i, I would guess i'm not saying it's not a, a good expense to have yeah but most of them don't expense it the idx site is going to be essentially your personal website with access to mls so if you want to advertise your listings if people can find the website if you want to work on google AdWords, pay-per-click, uh, SEO, whatever, people can find you and now register. And now, once they actually go to that website and and find you, typically when they register, it would go to what? That's going to go to your second portion where I put your CRM. Your second portion? Well, I've got three. I know, but... Oh, sorry. Hey, guys. Which finger do I lower? Galen is uh, he is off today. Anyways, <laughs> your second portion. This many. So <laughs> second portion, your CRM because your IDX needs support into your CRM, and not everyone has that. Yeah, and, EXP gives you one. Again, same same principle. A lot of broker. I talk to people all the time. Like, well, what CRM are you using? They're like, I, I'm not pen and paper. And they're like, I have a nice Excel sheet, and it works really well. And I'm like, wowza. And, and I got a black and white marble notepad. Who told me that the other day? Uh, I won't say your name on camera, but if you're listening to this, you know who you are. And I was like, bro, you you got to get you got to get a CRM, right? So that's one of those things where the CRM, you know, there's things like Follow Up Boss is a big one. Tons of them. Boomtown, Sierra. Loved Boomtown. Uh, you know, they can cost anywhere from a couple hundred bucks a month. Well, really, like a few hundred bucks a month, up to about fifteen hundred bucks a month, depending on what it is. That's probably the average. Um, KV Core is one. EXP uh, people as part of that tech fee, they get KV Core for free. It does a lot of cool things. Uh, we just use Sierra because we used it before we were with EXP, so that's what we transferred into. Um, if you don't have that, it makes it very difficult because you start getting leads, like Galen said. Are you just keeping it all on pen and paper? Are you doing an Excel sheet? And that- we, we talked a little bit about like the quality of a CRM like a couple of episodes ago, but like that is such a huge thing because d- it doesn't matter how smart you are, you're not going to remember a conversation that you had six months ago that mm-hmm. you said you'd call them in 90 days and then what you would talk about, like your CRM will enter all that information in, it'll remind you of that, but you know, obviously that's not free, that comes with a cost, you gotta pay the cost. Yep, and then and then a lot of your CRMs have built-in action plans, drip campaigns, artificial intelligence, all of these things that can help you stay on top of clients, convert clients, and so again, it's your choice as to what you spend and how successful you wanna be as an agent. If you wanna be an average agent that just sells his parents a house once a year and some friends, go for it, have fun. But if you want to build this like a business, 
you need the proper tools. So you either have to budget to pay for these things, be with a team that will pay for these things, or be with a broker that's going to pay for these All things. All right, so we had three, and then our last one, if you got, I'm holding up three fingers, everyone. There's a third. Uh, tracking software, and tracking software is gonna be very important for you, especially if you have a team, or do you just wanna kinda make sure that you're pacing your own goals. What type of tracking software do you use, Jared? We use CTE, which is so cheap. I mean, you're talking 29 bucks a month, I think, 30 bucks a month, and essentially it is a, it is a glorified Excel sheet, but it lets you type in uh, what your goals are for the year. Uh, you can put in how many you wanna sell, how many you wanna buy, what your average price point is, and then it pretty much equates exactly how much it thinks you should sell and should make. Uh, you can put in average commissions, you can put in cost of commissions, you can put in buyer's appointments, listing appointments, conversions, all of that stuff if you wanna track it. And then you put in all of your pending deals, your closed deals, your active listings, and it will track how much active commission you potentially have yeah, out there, amazing. how much pending commission. I mean, I am a numbers guy, and I actually did not use this until about two years ago that we're going to go on our essentially third year of punching numbers and starting in 2022 and it's just been a game changer because if you don't know where you are you don't know where you're going right and yeah. so this lets you look every day you know you hit the first quarter of the year and you say all right we've grossed 500,000 in commissions so far if we want to hit 2 million we're on track right if you know what i mean if you're a brand new agent you're like i've grossed 10,000 and i want to make 40,000 i'm on track but if i've done How eight do you know you're on yeah and i want to do 40 this is not working for me right and now if you're hearing all of this and you're thinking yourself man that's a lot of expenses but it wait is. there's more <laughs> cuz it is <laughs> but wait there's more yeah like i i hear a lot of debates people saying like oh should your commission be this and you know we're not commenting on that and you know is it fair to this but i'm like just listen to all of the expense that we just like where do you think that money comes from so it's like this goes now that didn't even talk about education yeah i mean you really need to be learning every day your ple and, and ce your continuing education your post licensing education i don't even count those no I, far, I, don't, yeah. I don't either I, I guess what i was saying is those are mandatory and you have to do them um the ple and ce are going to cost you something it's going to be marginal but it's also not going to teach you to be a good realtor it's really just going to be the bare bones of here this is how you're not going to get fined by your mls pretty for much. legal reasons they make you take yeah i mean that's right? really it they're not going to teach you how to be a good agent how to convert how to be pumped up so you got to figure what are you doing um to continue that right are you buying books are you listening coaching right the average real estate coach is a thousand dollars per month now most agents aren't going to budget that thousand dollars per month but a lot of big agents will but tell you yeah. their coaches are invaluable you know one of the things that uh i always throw out with exp and one of the reasons we have so many agents coming on board with us either on team or even just off team to build their business is because we offer free coaching right you know, you could pay a thousand dollars a month for a coach, or you can come under us. We won't charge you anything. If you want to pay you. me a thousand dollars, I'll do it. You can, but. you Galen will take your thousand dollars for <laughs> sure. Uh, but we're going to help you build your business. We're not going to charge you anything because obviously it benefits us with the XP. So we're going to build the networks. We're going to build referral networks. We've got an agent in New York City now. Uh, we've got agents that are out of out of RMLS, out of state. So that's what we want to build is a giant network of agents all over the country to be able to lean on, support. Uh, coach and all that good stuff. So you got to figure what are you what are you buying as far as education, coaching, and everything like that. Yeah, and then the last one I put in there—it's not really last, but it, I almost—I just wrote a miscellaneous that I wrote down like a million different things under there that you have to really expense for. It's well, like I mean, we didn't even talk about the simplicity of like gas and mileage. That, yeah, you know? that was under. I was like, you know, it's like yeah, gas costs. First thing you're going to be doing is driving from open house to open house and driving from door to door, showing and to showing, showing the worst clients because you're at the beginning of this. You're going to have a bunch of you terrible don't know the clients. worst clients. Until, yeah, and you're like, 
I, is it normal that I've shown them 58 houses? And, and they won't like, get pre-approved? Yeah, exactly. So you're going to make some stupid That's one thing that will never guys, happen if you're on our team. Do you guys track your miles? Yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, well, now I don't because my the Porsche is just a company car at this mm-hmm. point, so I can't claim mileage. I, I claim the write-off on the purchase. But on anything that's not an actual expense expense, then 100%. Yeah, yeah. so there's an app called uh, MileQ. Uh-huh. And it mm-hmm. actually is really well because it tracks... Even when you start moving in any car, it tracks it for Sounds you. Sounds like too much info. And I don't want out there. It is kind of funny. Well, with my the thing like, is like, you can do, was like, are you, is this business related? I'm like, you mind your business. That, well, sounds, thing. It's that, sounds, way too clean. that it, sounds way too clean for the IRS. See, I like to be a little messy because <laughs> if I'm honest, right? Well, I, you I, can if put IRS, if you're listening to, to this, I pay my taxes. I never try to short anything. Trust me. I just finished my taxes for last year, yesterday, and it's a giant stupid bill. So I'm always honest. But I think if you're too clean and you get audited, I think it just gives the IRS too much. Like, I just want, I'm just well, going to be like, here's you, my receipts. This is your job. How long do you want to be here? And monthly. hopefully, hopefully they just get you get can lost. Print it out. <laughs> That's my theory. My <laughs> theory is they're gonna be like, dude, this guy isn't a criminal. We'll just he take just, his word for him. Yeah, he's not gonna be like, he's not a criminal. He's just very unorganized. <laughs> I think they're just gonna be like, please, please. Well, the, I I like it because it prints it out for you in a monthly status, and then you can give it to your accounting are, person. Are they? Are you sponsored by them or no, something? I'm just saying. It's, hard it makes life easier for on. me. I do tons of miles. I'm just kidding. I uh, thirty thousand miles last mile, year. I use miles. I, mile IQ. Mile Q. Mile Q. But it's always mile. like weird when I get that email. It's like, is this? I'm like, man, don't ask me all these questions. I don't know. Swipe right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Was this a personal job? I'm like, I don't have any personal jobs. He's like, I use Mile Q. Like, I use Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> so, as we got the uh, next expenses, only uh, swipe uh, right. Like, <laughs> only swipe uh, right. <laughs> we got gifts for clients. We got thank yous. Photography, Studio 77, right? Listing photography. Jump. No, I'm just kidding. Right? Most new realtors aren't running their podcasts and vlogs and everything else. But videography, if you're doing anything like that and trying to market yourself. Yeah. And one of the biggest things is you said, we had said like advertising as far as just like your signs and stuff. But you actually really need to think about what's your legit ad budget to bring in leads. Yeah. Because most people are not going to put together a six-figure real estate business just on referrals and sphere of influence. If you've got very very good connections and you live in a very wealthy market with very expensive average price points, maybe, but the average agent is not going to come in. They think they will. They're like, I'm going to get my license and all my friends all my and friends family are going to start using me. That's not what happens. So you have to figure out what am I actually doing to get clients? You know, free things like open houses are good, but if you want to start buying leads, the average Zillow leads like $350 a lead. Homes.com, Realtor.com's $50 a lead, right? If you've budgeted for these IDX websites, right, and these CRMs, not only are you already spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month for that, but if you want to actually put marketing layers on top of that, then maybe you're spending another couple thousand there on, on leads. So the average real estate agent, when I've calculated it, I think if you're a brand new agent and you're not really doing any marketing and you're not doing any hard coaching, I think that the average agent needs to have about five to six grand a year to spend just on the basic half has to. That's Would not you- a lot. I, I mean, but I think, but that's before you really do any marketing, any coaching. Think about it. You throw coaching in that, you add twelve thousand right there, right? You take off coaching and you add any kind of ad spend, right? Let's just throw thousand bucks in ad spend a month you just added another 12 so now think about this mike you say that's not a lot but let's really break this down 
if you're in for six and let's say you actually do go buy some kind of marketing and now you're spending about 20 grand a year, right? Because six was the bare minimum. This is like, they're not gonna take my license away, right? This is like, mm-hmm. I have MLS access, I have office access, that's it, right? You know, for six, you had 14. Yeah, you know, insurance, we didn't include, there's another no, 500 didn't. bucks, right? So now let's say you're in 20, okay? Now let's say you're at an average broker with a 70-30 split. Not a discount broker, but also not one that's taken half. We'll go 70-30, right? And you go out your first year and you're an average agent and you sell six houses at an average price point of $250,000, right? That is $1.25 million, right? It's a commission of what? How much? Come on, guys. $37,500 pretty much right in there. Now that $37,500, your broker is going to take 30% of, right? So now you lose 30% of that $37,500. So now you're down to what? Anybody? I uh, was not with you on that one. Sorry. He's on his phone. This I just ridiculous. got a very text sorry, that listeners. Made me, that sorry, made me irate with anger and sorry, blind with rage. And if you want to talk about it here, then we can talk about it. I don't want to throw one of our lenders under the bus. All right. So let's say let's say you take twelve thousand off, right? Now you're down into like mid twenties, and we just said you get twenty thousand in expenses. So now you're down to five, right? And now you get to pay the government because you're self-employed thirty-six percent to forty-five percent of that five thousand, and now you've made yourself a cool two thousand five hundred dollars for your year of work, and you're almost forty thousand dollars in income. Now does it sound like a lot? Right no. now it's getting worse. Right, so so it's, you're right. You're right. I know I'm right. So now. <laughs> So even it, so if I took off staring, stop staring at me. But, Calm but, down. But the point, the whole point of that rant is that you have to realize that after your splits in your marketing, even if you said, "All right, fine, Mike, let's say it wasn't the twenty, and you did no marketing, and you just spent that minimum of six, right?" With that same scenario, you're still only talking about twenty thousand, and then taxes are going to take it, and you're going to be left with ten. So. I guess the whole point of this is if you're thinking about getting into real estate or you're a new agent that's getting into real estate. Be rich. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> have rich friends. No, so many people will think, well, if I can just sell four or five houses or six houses, then I can make an well, extra. that's one of the people are there that still have a regular job and they're like doing, they're getting into it. So they're not full blown a realtor because I have tons of clients that are like that that I don't hear from and they're like, oh, I got a listing and it's been like three, four months, but they're still you know, working at such and such job. Yeah, so, but I mean, but even if they don't, if they come out full steam and then they also don't take off, you know what I mean? And they sell a house every two months. Again, at the end of the year, you may not be left with much money. So one of the biggest things that I try to tell people is, look, as, as your business grows, your costs will scale, but not at the same rate. Right, your initial fixed cost is so much larger if you're an individual agent. You know, when you're on the team, we give you the CRMs, we give you office space, we give you leads, we give you all of these things. And if you want to go out and sell your own stuff, great. You're still going to be able to use our tools, our transaction coordinators. We've saved you a lot. Yeah, it's already going to save you that. And then any deals we give you because of our leads and software, that's free money you weren't going to have anyways. But if you go in this alone, just keep in mind you need to be able to crest a level where you say, okay, if I know my first twenty to thirty thousand dollars is a wash and I want to make sixty thousand dollars a year, then I really need to be doing about a hundred thousand dollars in commission. So how do I get there, right? Or if someone says, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars, well now you gotta up your costs. You know, most likely you're gonna be doing more marketing, you're gonna be doing more education, you'll be doing more coaching. So how do you enhance your skill set so that you can make it to that dream uh, income level that you want? Bingo. So it's not about talking 
people down or discouraging people. It's about giving realistic expectations. If you want to put a hundred thousand in your pocket for the year before taxes, you really probably need to be doing about one hundred and sixty to one hundred and seventy thousand by the time splits come out, expenses come out, everything else comes out. Then you make your true six figure income. But for the agent that gets in and thinks I'm going to sell five or six houses and I'm going to make a good side living, it's not going to happen. You know, the expenses are just too high. Any thoughts? It's, it's a pricey game to be in. But I mean, when you really think about it, the the cost to get into real estate is still so dramatically lower than other industries. So oh, it's yeah, like, my, you know. Oh, it's so easy to get just, in. But just be prepared, you know, just like have an understanding of, you know, what those costs are and, you know, what you need to do to kind of get you there. Because, you know, that the big thing that I think a lot of people don't think of is definitely going to be that advertising as far as like running their own ads. I mean, that's the one that everyone forgets because I mean, they're just know, like, oh, yeah, I'll have... just run. I'll just tell people on Facebook. And it's like, yeah, that's that's do that as well. But in addition, you're going to need to yeah, have like, some system to track those leads that you've. Just I mean, purchased. a restaurant or whatever. You know, it's going to be the building, the electricity, the insurance for the building, drugs, like, like, all, like all that stuff. So, you know, <laughs> drugs for the wait staff, alcohol, for alcohol for the wait staff, <laughs> stuff that goes missing. All right, very nice. Anything else to add before we wrap this one up? My name is Galen Parker. That's it. All right, I'm Jared Davis. If you have any questions, again. Feel free to reach out to us, Jared, at centralvarealty.com, 804-536-6100. Like, subscribe, and watch our other videos. Let us know if we can help you in any way. We would love to help you grow your business, build your team, and level you up. This was episode 25 of RBA <laughs> Real Estate Talk. If you have a real estate question that you would like to ask Jared or Galen, reach out to them at jared at centralvarealty.com or galen at centralvarealty.com. Who knows? It may even be featured on an upcoming episode. 